Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are the Bride Radio is the voice of the true Bride of Christ. Engage the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army in the kingdom. We recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities and the powers of the air. We are a ministry of prayer, and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe. We provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are The Bride Ministries, We Are The Bride Radio, or We Are The Bride Television. Thank you. Bible studies with Dr. June Knight. Lord, we thank you so much for this Bible study today, Lord, and we pray for the anointing uh, for you to flow over me today, Lord. I pray that you use me uh, for your glory, Lord. I pray that you illuminate your word today, Lord. Bring it to life like you always do. You always do, Lord. You bring it to life. So today we're asking that you reveal to us today. Uh, your word in Jesus name. Amen. All right, bride. Good morning or good afternoon, whatever time you space that you're in. Uh, we are back in the book of revelation today and we are on chapter 15. 
So I wrote here uh, the rapture because I believe this is the midpoint of the tribulation that's happening right now. This is mid-trib. And so let's see what happens here because remember the day before, uh, we see where it says, and there followed the angel saying, Babylon is fallen, fallen that great city because she made all nations to drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Now, I believe that is America. Some people believe that it is uh, the Pope, that it's the Vatican, because making people drink of the wrath, making people drink of the cup of their wine of fornication. I mean, you could take it as that, but I believe it's America because we are the ones running the UN, running the world, uh, controlling everything, basically. And I believe that we're the ones pushing the vomit. I know we are with the LGBTI and all that right now. So it says that the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worships the beast in his image and receives the mark in his forehead or in his hand. Now, when we get to Revelation chapter 22, you will see that in the end, God marks our forehead. He puts his name on our forehead. And see, the devil wants his bride to have his name on their forehead. But see, we cannot do that. Amen. Because it says here that the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And we shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of these holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. So we cannot do this. Amen. Okay, so let's move on over to verse 15. Let me look at something real quick, Brad. I think we're just going to have to start at chapter 14. In order for us to go into the rest, we're going to have to do 14. Okay, so here we go. And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on Mount Zion, and with him a hundred and forty-four thousand, having his father's name written in their foreheads. See, there we go again with the foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven as the voice, and I know a hundred and forty-four thousand, there's many that believe that we are the hundred and forty-four thousand, that we are the literal children of Israel, and uh, that there's only 144,000. I don't believe in this because that is a um, Jehovah's Witness doctrine. I don't believe in that doctrine. I believe in literal. There are Jews and there's literal Gentiles. And I believe that I know in Jesus we're all saved. But I believe that God divorced the Jews and... He married, Jesus married the Gentiles. He married the entire spectrum of people. So it's to make the Jews jealous. That's what the Bible says. And then in the end, after the Gentiles go home, after the Christians go home, the Jews, remember, do not believe that the Messiah, that they're going to call the Messiah is the Antichrist. But when the Christians go home, then they will discover that he really was the Messiah, that Jesus Christ 
really was the Messiah. So in this part of the 144,000, I do not believe that we, that we are it. I believe it's just like the Bible says that they are virgins. And I believe they're virgin Jews that come out in the second half of tribulation when the wrath's poured out to witness to the Jews. The Christians, the church is gone. Now it's time to win the Jews back to God, basically. Restoration. Okay, and I heard a voice from heaven as the voice of many waters and as the voice of a great thunder. And I heard the voice of harpers harping with their harps. And they sung as it were a new song before the throne and before the four beasts and the elders. And no man could learn that song but the 144,000 which were redeemed from the earth. These are they which are not defiled with women. So you tell me how that can be any of us today. These are virgin Jews. These are they which follow the lamb where he goes. These were redeemed from among men being the first fruits unto God and to the lamb. So they are the first fruits. And in their mouth was found no gal, for they are without fault before the throne. Okay? And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation, kindred, and tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God, and give glory to Him, for the hour of His judgment is come. And worship him that made heaven and earth and sea and fountains of waters. And there followed another angel saying, Babylon is fallen, that great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Now, Brad, that document that I read from President Trump the other day when I cried in that is because I believe that is part of Great Babylon where we are pushing the LGBTI across the earth, the fornication, the, the uh, you know, the perversion. There you go. The perversion out there. And I believe that I can just see this being said at that time. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worships the beast in his image and receives his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without measure, I mean mixture. Okay, let me tell you something about mixture. God does not mix, bride. He does not mix. See, this, this false unity that's happening right now is a mixture uh, that is ungodly. It's a mixture God does not partnership with. This is what the new apostolic is doing right now. They are mixing, and God does not mix. Into the cup of his indignation, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of his holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascends up forever and ever, and they have no rest day nor night, who worship the beast and his image 
and whosoever receives the mark of his name. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Right, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works do follow them. I'm doing a recap of what we did on Friday with uh, up to chapter 15, which is where we start today. So we're on chapter 14, verse 14 as a recap. And I looked and behold a white cloud and upon the cloud one set like unto the son of man having on his head a golden crown and in his hand a sharp sickle. And another angel came out of the temple. Now, Brad, the reason I wanted to bring this up now is because I believe this is the rapture. I believe this is it. When they swing the sickle and bring the church home. And another angel came out of the temple crying with a loud voice to him that sat on the cloud. Thrust in thy sickle and reap, for the time is come for thee to reap. For the harvest of the earth is ripe. Now, what he says right now is time is done. Bring my people home. Bring them home. The time has come for the wrath to be poured out. Now, see, this is what's sad, right? Because right now we have a president that is truly smacking God in the face with this perversion. And there will come a day, bride, when the earth will pay for what they're doing. It's This is why I was crying, bride. I'm telling you, I've, I've written books on this. Not saying I'm an expert, but I'm telling you why I'm so passionate. Somebody accused me yesterday of saying she's being over-emotional. Well, probably so. I have studied this. I have learned about how God is about judgment, and it definitely, I have the fear of God, and it grieves me. Okay, so, and he that sat on the cloud thrust in his sickle on the earth, and the earth was reaped. Can you imagine, Brad, just like, I wish I could do a movie on this. It'd be pretty awesome. Like, you know, bringing up the harvest. Now, that reminds me of that song, Bringing in the sheaves. And another angel came out from the altar, which had power over fire, and cried with a loud cry to him that had the sharp sickle, saying, Thrust in thy sharp sickle, and gather the clusters of the vine of the earth, for her grapes are fully ripe. And the angel thrust in his sickle into the earth, and gathered the vine, Who's the vine, bride? Who is the vine? Does the scripture say that Jesus is the vine and we are the branches? Are we not a hold of that vine? He says right here, 
and gather the vine of the earth and cast it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. Oh, the vine of the earth. Okay. And the winepress was trodden without the city and blood came out of the winepress even unto the horses' bridles by the space of a thousand and six hundred furlongs. Okay, so I misunderstand that. So back up. What he's saying is the angel thrusted. This is the the sickle of wrath. This is the sickle of the wrath. Because it says the angel thrust in his sickle into the earth. Okay, and because above it it said, uh, and another angel came out from the altar, which had power over fire and cried with a loud cry to him that had the sharp sickle saying, thrust in your sharp sickle and gather the clusters of the vine of the earth and for her grapes are fully ripe. Oh, okay. So verse 16 was the reaping and he that sat on the cloud thrust in his sickle on the earth and the earth was reaped. And then another angel came. Okay, gotcha. All right, now let's start with chapter 15. Here we go. And I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels having the, is my camera on here? Okay, very good, very good. I don't know if I can get it lower than this. Hey. There you go, Brad. Okay, that way you can read the Bible a little better. Okay. And I saw another sign in the heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven last plagues. For in them is filled up the wrath of God. And I saw as it were a sea of glass mingled with fire. And them that had gotten victory over them, Victory over the beast and over his image and over his mark and over the number of his name stand on the sea of glass having the harps of God. Who is that bride? That is the church. How many knows that we will have to have victory over the beast, over the image, over his mark, and over the number of his name. We will have to get over this, the number of his name, over the mark, and over his image. Victory over all of those. So, and they sung the song of Moses, the servant of God. And the song of the Lamb saying, Great and marvelous are thy works. Now, Bride, you have to understand that this is a very powerful scripture because the song of Moses was given when God revealed himself to mankind. Very precious time here. Saying, Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify your name? For thou only are holy. 
for all nations shall come and worship before thee for thy judgments are made manifest so they are putting god in his place are they not brian they are giving god the glory and after that i looked and behold the temple of the tabernacle here we go back to the tabernacle in heaven Let's see if I can get the camera in here right. All right. Uh, Tabernacle of the testimony of the heaven was opened. And the seven angels came out of the temple having the seven plagues. Okay, now the church is home. The church is safe. They will not experience the wrath. But see, I don't believe in pre-trib because the Bible says in Matthew 24 that we are going to see this man, the son of perdition. So we're going to see the Antichrist. We're going to have to choose whether we're going to take that mark or not. And many will be martyred because the Bible says that we will be handed over to the beast. So the first part of judgment, which is the first half of tribulation, which is in my book, The American Judgment, is all God's mercy because God does not want us dying in this shape. He wants us to repent and turn because the only reason that the earth is the way it is is because the church is corrupt. The church is corrupt. So God has to heal her. We are his bride. And this is his last ditch effort to say, come. Remember the Bible says, the bride says, the spirit and the bride say, come, you know, come to me. Be healed, get delivered, get that cast off of you. You know, because he wants to deliver you. He wants to purge you, sift you, try you, and make you into the image of what? Of his image. Verse 6, And the seven angels came out of the temple, having the seven plagues, clothed in pure and white linen, and having their breasts girded with golden girdles. And one of the four beasts gave unto the seven angels seven golden vows full of wrath, full of wrath of God, who lives forever and ever. And the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God. Listen, bride, listen, listen, listen. The temple was filled with the smoke from the glory of God and from his power. And no man, this is key, bride, no man was able to enter into the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were fulfilled. The wrath of God has come. What a terrible, terrible day, Brad. I, I have entered, I mean, I have interviewed a man who saw what that day would look like. It is so horrible. He said that they would just literally be tearing the skin off their face the horror of what these people will be going to. Their decisions brought the wrath 
You have to know this, Brad. And it is already before it's even begun, there's so much blood everywhere. All right, let's go to chapter 16. Make sure I got you on camera here. All right, here we go. And I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels, Go your ways and pour out the vows of the wrath of God upon the earth, which means go do your job. This is the appointed time. You know, the Bible says there's a time for life and there's a time for death. There is a time for everything. So the time for the wrath of God is now. And there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon the men which had the mark of the beast. Terrible. And upon them which worshipped his image. And the, it says over here on the side, idolatry. I'll submit to you to bride right now that that's happening. We are seeing idolatry. When you worship a man, when you know how he does God and he cusses God and, and does all these things against God, and yet you still defend him, you have created an idol of him. Okay, and the second angel poured out his vow upon the sea, and it became as the blood of a dead man. Let me repeat that again. Verse 3, And the second angel poured out his vow upon the sea, and it became as the blood of a dead man. And every living soul died in the sea. Isn't that sad? And the third angel. Now, how much time, Bride, that's between all these angels pouring them out? I don't know. But the third angel poured out his vow upon the rivers and the fountains of waters, and they became blood. And I heard the angel of the waters say, Thou art righteous. All right, hold on here. Did we just read in the scripture where it said the angels of the waters? The angel of the waters? Yes. Does that mean an angel watches over the waters? That's what it looks like, doesn't it? Does it also give the impression that the angels are worshiping God in the midst of the wrath? Yes. But how can angels worship God in the midst of such terrible turmoil? People are dying. Animals are dying. Fish are dying. But the angel is praising God. Yes, and you'll notice Throughout the book of Revelation, this happens. This is where the angels see the judgment of God is just. If you have been following my Bible studies in the book of Revelation, I mean in the book of Psalm, David did that. David. When David was, was being judged by God, he, he told God, he said, righteous are your judgments. So he let God know, even when you judge me, I still love you. 
David let God know that. He let him know, even when you judge me, you're still holy. You're still just. You're still God. That's what I see with these angels. And I heard the angel of the waters say, this is verse 5, chapter 16, verse 5. Thou art righteous, O Lord, which art and was and shall be, because thou hast judged this. You are holy because you've judged. For they have shed the bloods of saints and prophets. In other words, they're getting their due reward now. And thou hast given them blood to drink, for they are worthy. Oh, this is sad, right? And I heard another out of the altar say, Even so, Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are your judgments. And the fourth angel poured out his vow upon the sun, and power was given unto him to scourge men with fire. And men were scorched with great heat and blasphemed the name of God, which has power over these plagues. And they repented not. Is that a key word right now? Yes. Repented not. Underline, underline, underline to give him glory. We see this happening today with our highest office of the land. Refusing to give God glory. And the fifth angel poured out his vow upon the seed of the beast. And his kingdom was full of darkness and they gnawed their tongues for pain. That is so sad. And blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores, and repented not of their deeds. Who does this sound like, Brian? Who does this sound like? Well, I think of uh, Pharaoh. Pharaoh repented not with all the judgments of God. And the sixth angel poured out his vow upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up, and the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like what frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. See, I've been trying to explain to you, Brad, they are three like us in one. You have the false prophet, the beast, and the antichrist. They're three in one. Like you have Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and uh, let's see. Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God. They are one. You see Jesus as the body person representative of the Trinity. You will see the Antichrist will be the three in one representative of the beast. See, what I believe is the beast is the beast is the AI, okay? The beast is the AI. The AI is the Internet of Things that runs everything. Then you have the Antichrist, which is the face, which we don't know who it is. Some say it's President Trump. Some say it's Obama. Okay, then you have the false prophet. 
Okay, the false prophet is most likely the Pope. I heard somebody say they think the false prophet is the new apostolic reformation, but I'm not so sure about that. But I believe it could be more of the Vatican because the Vatican is what runs the new apostolic reformation anyway. Okay, so let's continue and make sure I got the Bible on the screen here. But this is why a lot of people to this day, bride, does not like frogs because of this scripture here. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. Boy, I've got to write this over here about the dragon. I'm going to have to write President Trump. But I'm going to do it with a question mark. Question mark. Okay, now, the reason I say that, okay, is only because of Kanye West's comment. Kanye West made a comment uh, back when he first started meeting with the president publicly in 2017. He said, oh, I like the president because he was under all this fire of why you like the president. He goes... I like the president because we both have dragon energy. And I have thought about that since then. Because think about a, a dragon. A dragon spews fire out of his mouth. And when President Trump talks about these people, that's what he does. He spews fire. It destroys people. It's like a, it's like a dragon destroying people out here. Because when he calls somebody a name... They, they get death threats and everything. For they are spirits. They are the spirits of devils working miracles. Which go forth into unto the kings of the earth and, unto the, and of the whole world. To gather them to battle of that great day of God Almighty. Now, I've got right here for the battle of Armageddon. Now, I'm going to tell you all this, right? I believe we are in tribulation. I believe we've crossed over in 2020. I believe this together campaign is to get hurt. I believe that when they say they are fighting an invisible enemy, I believe that it is, it is God's church, the bride. I believe when President Trump held up that book, when he held up that book like this, in the, um, what do you call it, that church. He called for the great persecution of the bride. This is just my beliefs. Because what has happened to that church ever since then? It has become desecrated. It has become uh, the headquarters of the Black Lives Matter. It's right there on, that is the street that they named Black Lives Matter Street. It, none of that happened till after he did that, right? So I believe that all this that's happening right now is for this. Okay, so let's continue. For they are the spirits of devils working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and the whole world and gather them to the battle of that great day, which is why I believe they're getting the infrastructure of the AI, the 5G set all over the world. They're getting it all set up for this great battle. I believe that that is Lucifer's 
uh, technology that's happening right now. And I believe that uh, this is why humans are dispendable, you know, but I believe that uh, they're setting up the beast. That's what I mean by the beast is the AI and all this. Okay, let's keep going. Behold, I come as a thief. This is Jesus talking. Blessed is he that watches and keeps his garments, lest he walks naked and they see his shame. <laughs> and they see his shame. So I put in here, why is this in here? This is so random. Because he says, Behold, I come as a thief. And it was right after he said that about, for they are spirits of devils, talking about, uh, oh, I know why now. Okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. I believe that he said this because this is at the time that he took his people. All this is happening at the same time. And he gathered them together into a place called the Hebrew tongue Armageddon. And the seventh angel poured out his vow into the air, and they came. there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne saying, It is done. This is the battle of Armageddon. This is the end. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake such as was not seen, not since men were upon the earth so mighty an earthquake and so great. And the great city was divided into three parts, and cities of the nations fell. And great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine, the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away. That is scary, that the islands ran from God. And I do believe it was literal. The mountains fled away. I know the islands fled away and the mountains were not found. Isn't that sad? Uh, these are all living beings, you know, living things is the mountains, the trees, the valleys. We know now the water. And there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven. Every stone about the weight of a talent. And men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail, for the plague thereof was exceeding great. In other words, it was just really big balls of uh, stone, but it was hail. Wouldn't that be weird? Chapter 17. And there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven veils, vials, and talked with me, saying unto me, Come here, and I will show thee the judgment of the great whore that sits upon many waters, with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit on a scarlet-colored beast full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. Now, see, a lot of people believe this is the Vatican, this part, because they say, like, you know, the Vatican has the seven mountains and all this kind of stuff. 
I'm not so sure about it, but that is a theory for sure. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color and decked with gold, which we know that the Vatican is decorating those colors, okay? Having a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. And upon her forehead was the name written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. Now see, this is one of them scriptures that goes back you know how I told you the book of Revelation goes back and forth. This scripture goes back before, you know, like in the first part of tribulation, this one does. And this is when we know that the martyrdom happens is in the first half. Okay. And then verse seven, and the angel said to me, wherefore did thou marvel? I will tell thee the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carries her, which has seven heads and ten horns. The beast that thou saw was and is not and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition. And they that dwell on the earth. Sorry, I had to get my Bible right. And they that dwell on the earth shall wonder whose names were not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world. When they behold the beast that was and is not and yet is. And here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. Now you can't make this up that the New Apostolic Reformation, that is one of their pillars, is the seven mountain mandate. And there are seven kings, five are fallen. And one is, and the other is not yet come. And when he comes, he must continue a short space. And the beast that was and is not, even he that is the eighth and is of the seventh and goes into perdition. And the ten horns... Which thou sawest are ten kings which has received no kingdom as yet, but received power as kings one hour with the beast. These have one mind and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. Wow. These shall make war with the lamb and the lamb will, shall overcome them. For he is Lord of lords and King of kings, and they that are with him are called, chosen, and faithful. Are you called, chosen, and faithful? Yes. And he said unto me, The waters which thou sawest where the whore sits are peoples, multitudes, and nations, and tongues. And the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast, these shall hate the whore and shall make her desolate and naked and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire for God has put in their hearts to fulfill his will and to agree and give their kingdom unto the beast 
until the words of God shall be fulfilled. In other words, bride, everything that happens is what? The will of the Lord be done. Whatever God wants to do with our life with the earth is God's alone. And the woman which thou sawest is that great city which reigns over the kings of the earth. All right, let's go to chapter 18. After these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lighted with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon, the great is fallen, is fallen, and is become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every foul spirit, and the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. Now, how many have seen that little kid movie called and they called the angry birds. That's why every time I read that, that's what I think. A cage of every unclean and hateful bird. And those birds in that movie, I think, is a good representation of this because they act all nice, but it all builds up and then they blow up. They get, you know, uh, so angry they blow up. Okay, verse 3. For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. This is why I believe it's America. This is why. Because we're the ones saying peace and prosperity. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins and that you receive not of her plagues. Now, I believe this means spiritually. Come out from the world. Do not touch the unclean thing. Reward her even as she rewarded you and double unto her double according to her works in the cup which she has filled filled to her double. How much she has glorified herself and lived delicately. So much torment and sorrow give her. For she says in her heart, I sit as a queen and am no widow and shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death, mourning, famine, and she will be utterly burned. With the fire, for strong is the Lord God who judges her. The judgment that comes to this is going to be terrible. And the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and lived delicately with her shall bewail her and lament for her when they shall see the stroke of her, the smoke of her burning. Standing afar off for the fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon. That mighty city for in one hour is thy judgment come. And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her. For no man buys their merchandise anymore. The merchandise of gold and silver and precious stones and of pearls and fine linen and purple and silk and scarlet and all fire and wood and all manners of vessel of ivory and the manner vessels of the most precious wood and of brass, and iron, and marble, 
and cinnamon and odors and ointments and frankincense and wine and oil and fine flour and wheat and beasts and sheep and horses and chariots and slaves and souls of men. And the fruits that thy soul lusted after are departed from thee. And all things which were dainty and goodly are departed from thee. And thou shalt find them no more at all. Which means everything that you ever thought was good will be gone. The merchants of these things which were made rich by her stand shall stand afar off for the fear of her torment, weeping and wailing and saying, Alas, alas, that great city that was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls. For in one hour so great riches has come to naught. And every shipmaster and all the company and ships and sailors and as many as trade by sea stood afar off and cried when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What city is like unto this great city? And they cast dust on their heads and cried. Now, bride, remember the two witnesses that are about to step on the scene. This is what they look like. Dust on their heads, crying weeping and wailing, saying, Alas, alas, that great city wherein were made rich all that the ships in the sea by reason of her costliness, for in one hour is she made desolate. So no matter how great a country thinks they are, God can make them desolate in one hour. Rejoice over her, thou heaven, and you holy apostles and prophets, for God has avenged you on her. And a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall that great city Babylon be thrown down and shall be found no more at all in thee. And the voice of harpers and musicians and pipers and trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in thee. That is sad, but it's kind of like what we're hearing today. No more, you just don't hear the singing and the joy. And no craftsman of whatsoever craft he be shall be found any more in thee, and the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all in thee. And the light of a candle shall light no more. In other words, utter darkness at all in thee and the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more there is coming a day bride there'll be no more warnings that's going to be a very sad day for thy merchants were in were the great men of the earth for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived and in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints and of all that were slain upon the earth. You know, uh, my daughter-in-law and I was watching a, a Christmas movie on Hallmark. Was it Hallmark or Disney? But it was one of them little cartoons, you know, like our daughter could watch. And her daughter's only a year old. But did you know that 
they have changed it and they actually did a movie about uh, the changing age of love. Okay. They said in the days of old, in their fairy tales, they would tell of a man and a woman. A man and a woman riding on a chariot, you know, getting married, having children, all this. But now look at this on a cartoon. On a cartoon. They showed a gay male couple was the new face of love. So it showed a grandma with a kid, a mom with kids, um, different races together, and uh, the two males with a child. And it said, we, have, we are not old-fashioned anymore. We're not, that's what they said. They said, we are not uh, old-fashioned anymore. And, uh, you know, there's different types of love now. And me and my daughter in love were really grieving over this because that is terrible. Because they're, they're tainting children to show them all this is okay. All right, Brian. Now, listen, we are to the chapters. Now we will start on... Uh, chapter 19 tomorrow and finish up the book of Revelation 19 through 22. And do you know this is where YouTube shut me down last time? What is it about chapter 18 to 22 that they don't like? So we will see, but we will come back to this tomorrow and uh, I will see you then. All right, this is Dr. June now. Author and White House correspondent Dr. June Knight has published 10 books. As she traveled the country in obedience to God-serving ministries, her books are about the Bride of Christ, preparing the church for the end of days, persecution, purity, and spiritual warfare. She even wrote a book revealing the pain and struggles of her own life called Testimony of a Broken Bride Jesus is the True Husband. Her books hope to help families make right decisions in the coming days about the mark of the beast and to choose Jesus over the beast system. Dr. June released four books this year about current day situations such as judgment, technology, tribulation days and more. These four books released in April of 2020 after she left the White House and exposes what she knows about President Trump and the Antichrist agenda. These books reveal apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment and it's for the harvest. Dr. June reveals the great divide in the church in this hour due to the great deception. She explains what is the ecumenical movement, new apostolic reformation, and false religions, exposes the one world religion agenda, Dr. June exposes the new world order and satanic agenda, this book exposes the lie of the new apostolic reformation evangelicals who have surrounded the president and is partnering with the beast system. This book chronicles 40 days of repentance and casting down 40 idols in our nation and church. This book reveals the biblical pattern of judgment and the current judgment. What is the pattern of God's judgment? Why does he judge? What is my role in this? This book discusses now that we know apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment where do we go from here? How do we prepare? What do we look for? 
What about technology? The human implantation chip, etc. So purchase the American quad books today before they shut them down. Be alert. Be informed. Be equipped for the war ahead. Or go to www.gotreehouse.org and purchase all 10 of Dr. Dewey's books today on sale. If you are interested in writing a book please go to treehousepublishers.com. Thank you. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.